Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is April 7th. On April 7th of 1933, the sale of beer became legal again in in the United States. Reversing the former order of things, beer flowed freely in San Diego while the bars in Tijuana were almost deserted. Here are the first few paragraphs of a story from 1933 from San Diego Tribune. 70 million Americans get chance at new brew. Hold Jubilee as brew on tap in 19 states. The thump of bung starters on countless kegs drummed a long-lost beverage back to the American scene today. Lawful, 3.2% beer gushed in territory populated by about 70 million Americans as 19 states and the District of Columbia lifted a ban more than 13 years old. There was a funeral for near beer. Jubilee and Jollity were widespread among friends of the beverage. Its foes voiced criticism and warning. Five minutes after beer became legal at midnight, a big truck, gay with festoons, rumbled into service. It rumbled to the service entrance of the White House, bearing two cases: a brewer's gift to the president. President Roosevelt, who had retired, had in- indicated that he will give the beer to friends. On Broadway, New Yorkers paraded behind a hearse lettered "Near Beer Is Dead," while a band in bright Bavarian uniforms played dirges and drinking songs. Surprisingly good, said Chicago beer connoisseurs as they celebrated New Beer's Day, while 100,000 cases and 200,000 barrels sped to points of delivery there, cheering throngs crowded downtown streets, hotels, and eating places. German societies in St. Paul, where beer flowed freely at midnight, toasted Roosevelt, Happy Day. A funeral march ushered spiked beer to oblivion. Not only in restaurants and cafes, the pre-prohibition drinking places was beer available for shoppers and business folk today. You could have it with a sandwich at drugstore soda fountains or with a hot dog at corner soft drink stands. Few arrests were reported. Scattered reports from the, around, about the country indicate that although hilarity ran high in some cities, arrests for intoxications were few and in most cases even those were attributed by authorities to impatience which caused the drinkers to start celebrating on illegal brews before the new 3.2 beer was made available. Almost as busy as the brewers were the officials assigned to the task of arranging federal, state, and local licenses. In New York, the Department of Health began scanning their list of applicants for retail licenses for a projected drive against the city's speakeasies, estimated to number about 20,000. Any speak which has not procured a beer license by next Wednesday will be subject to raid by the department. In 1940, an annular solar eclipse was seen for the first time in North America since 1930, and the sun was blocked completely out for six to seven minutes by the moon with a narrow circle of brilliance around its rim. A solar eclipse is when the moon gets between the earth and the sun during its orbit. Austin, Texas had the closest to a full eclipse with 93% of the sun covered, followed by Tallahassee in Florida. The key difference between a total and annular solar eclipse is that the moon is further away from the earth with the disk of the moon no longer covering the sun. Instead, a ring of fire remains. Even though the light is greatly reduced, it is not possible to safely view with the naked eye and solar filters must be used at all times, even during annularity. 
The most exciting and thrilling features of totality will not be seen or experienced in this one. An annular eclipse is pretty special, but if you are used to seeing a total eclipse, then an annular feels like a great buildup and then the peak just doesn't happen. This is the reason why Jordy jokes that he won't get out of bed for anything less than a total these days. What does it feel like to experience a partial eclipse, an annular or a total? To me, it comes down to the degree of immersion and intensity. On a scale of 0 to 10 of immersion and intensity, a partial eclipse would rate around a 4. It's interesting. It makes you think about the universe in three-dimensional way. You become aware of the inevitability of the universal clock. An annular eclipse would rate about an 8. There are added experiences such as the gradual dimming of light, animal reactions, the approaching darkness, and seeing the ring through solar filters. It's pretty awesome. On the same scale of immersion and intensity, a total solar eclipse rates 100. This is because once you've experienced a total eclipse, you realize that it is on a completely different scale altogether and just cannot be compared. It completely blows you away. Many analogies have been used to describe the partial versus annular versus total eclipse experience. You just have here are some examples that many can relate to using musical concerts. You have just received word that your favorite band is in the whole wide world will be performing and they're coming to your town. You queue up to purchase your tickets in advance, feeling the excitement when you have them in your hand. Finally, the day comes, you make it the way to the venue. You find your spot that is close to the front and it so happens that it gives you a great line of sight of everything. The support band plays for an hour and you get caught up in the excitement waving your arms in the air and dancing away as one with the crowd. The support band ends their set. The crowd starts cheering excitedly, building up for the crescendo of the noise and screams until the moment arrives. Your band comes onto the stage. You see them. You are beside yourself with excitement. For the next two hours, the band plays all the favorite songs. You feel like you're in your own little world. Just you, the band, as you're a part of this magical moment. You go home that evening feeling so incredibly lucky and content with your life. That's the comparison. That's the totality of a solar eclipse. The annular eclipse would be like going home just when the support band ends their set, right when things start to get interesting. In 2011, a former BBC presenter, Anthony Smith, sailed across the Atlantic Ocean with a crew of three on a 12-meter-long raft made of pipes. He wanted to complete the 2,800-mile voyage to highlight the fact that a billion people worldwide live without clean water. The former BBC Tomorrow's World presenter hopes to have raised 50,000 pounds for the charity WaterAid. They set sail for the Canary Islands and reached the Caribbean on Wednesday. Mr. Smith recruited a team of mature and intrepid gentlemen aged between 56 and 61 by placing an advertisement in the Daily Telegraph. It read, Fancy rafting across the Atlantic? Famous traveler requires three crew. Must be OAP, serious adventurers only. The 85-year-old was a science correspondent and presenter on the BBC program, which was axed in 2003 after 40 years. Speaking ahead of the trip, he said, Water strikes at the very heart of need. To voyage almost 3,000 miles upon the salty kind will make us intensely aware of places in the world that are without adequate supplies. Their vessel, named the Antiki, was constructed out of 12-meter, or 39-foot-long, lengths of pipe. It was powered by a 400-square-foot sail and steered using twin rudders and oars, traveling at an average speed of 4 knots. The crew had intended to end their voyage in the Bahamas, but strong winds and currents forced them to the Dutch Caribbean island of St. Martin. Crew member John Russell, 61 from Stroud, said he was looking forward to having a nice shower and washing the salt off of me. 
and to having a nice steak to eat. We haven't had fresh food for a long time. We've been living out of tins. Our fresh fruit and vegetables ran out a long time ago. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Beer goes on sale again in 19 of the 48 states from the San Diego UnionTribune.com The North America Annular Solar Eclipse of 1940 from BeingInTheShadow.com and 2011's British Man Sails Across the Atlantic on a Raft from BBC.com The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing, as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.